Okay, welcome everybody. I hope that you're in the right auditorium. This is going to be about data mining. Nobody has mistaken in the room? Why doesn't it work? It does. So before we go any instruction deeper, so data mining is really about data that comes in many different shapes and sizes. You have heard many buzzwords like big data, etc. Uh, so the course is about understanding data. How do we understand? We Usually understand by seeing. Uh, seeing is believing, so visualizing. Uh, then describing data somehow. Uh, and uh, finding patterns. Finding something that is surprising or useful in data. And most important of all, predicting future. What's the use of understanding if you can't? project that into future. You have to develop applications recommending something to customer what's the use if they are not going to buy it. So you have, you have to predict whether they will be buying or not. So we will um, do basic theory and lots of practice. So this is the theory in practice. You will be working dead hard in uh, every week, um, actually hands-on on data. Uh, some of you have been in my courses, you know that the uh, workload is expected quite high. There is plenty of students, plenty of interest, so you better go along with this. Uh, my background is that uh, I've been studying here in Tartu way back last century applied uh, mathematics. Uh, computer science was not as a separate discipline even then. Um, and then in Helsinki, I did my uh, graduate studies, PhD studies, um, basically um, slowly entering in this data mining field. Uh, in the 90s, uh, the data mining field was actually uh, started. And then I've been working on biological data at the European Molecular Biology Laboratories, European Bioinformatics Institute, uh, based in the UK. Uh, the institute that actually gathers a lot of uh, DNA, protein, uh, genomics, uh, various kinds of data, sequence, uh, gene expression, numeric data, etc. And then I came back to the in 2002, uh, when the Biobank was established in here uh, to work on the data um, data collection and management for the biobank. So now, uh, as many of you know, I'm here heading the Department of Computer Science, but we also have projects. Uh, BEAT is my research group, bioinformatics and IT, so we do continue on biological data analysis and also uh, some data management uh, issues. And uh, software technologies and applications competence center uh, that is based here in Tartu uh, is a collaboration scheme where the university collaborates with the industry. So industry 
has uh, problems. And from university, we try to match with the best students and researchers to help to solve these issues. Uh, just now, the Competence Center program uh, was reviewed, application round, and out of the 15 competing applications, uh, this one will continue for the next uh, seven years. So that will be focusing on, on data uh, throughout different um, application areas. So related to software development, related to software applications, when you run large-scale uh, businesses, then you need to understand how people use your software, etc. Or um, if people walk around, you leave lots of traces with your mobile phone, where do you actually walk, uh, in which uh, operator cell you are, also geospatial, geographic, uh, in geography, in space and time, kind of data analysis. And also the biological data analysis, e-health uh, data analysis. So we uh, have research groups basically working on these areas. Um, and this does not limit your job opportunities because when you think what's happening in the world with the computers, then it's all about getting more uh, data and making use of that data. Uh, the course is having weekly lectures. If there is a need to cancel some lecture, we will announce in advance. We have the setting that one lecture and one uh, practice session per week. So you are divided between the three groups, and the teaching assistants are all sitting over there. Anna, Tima, and uh, Irene. Uh, you have made your pick, uh, so stick to that. I can uh, <coughs> promise that, uh, I think, I thought that I did the screenshots. All the three groups are already uh, full. So we have 90 people registered for the course. Uh, if you have the need occasionally to change the group, then uh, TAs are your, well, throughout the course, TAs, TAs are your friends. Uh, you know, the good, bad guy and the good guy, right? I'm the bad guy, they are the good guys. Um, we have a mailing list. Uh, I'm sure that uh, not all of you have yet subscribed to this. Um, ATI.pm. Uh, make sure to, to subscribe on that because uh, announcements will be going through that there. Uh, of course, uh, the course materials, uh, lecture sites will end up on the on the courses web web page. Um, I'm I'm trying to capture some of the video. Uh, but I know that this is not so high quality, so don't rely only on the video. Uh, it's just as a backup material, hopefully you can use it uh, occasionally. I know that sometimes the Panopta has crashed, so not every video is guaranteed 100%. So it's up to your risk. Uh, the weekly seminar sessions are really very huge work, hardest. In here, many of you uh, browse the Facebook or do some other stuff. In the homework sessions, you are the ones who are active, uh, discussing, presenting uh, your uh, homework solutions. 
And performing homeworks every week is obligatory. Um, you will have five tasks every week, and uh, completing at least half overall is absolute minimum threshold. I will come back to the grading. And uh, we have used this uh, situation that you have to participate in these homework sessions. Otherwise, what's the use? There is lots of information is being talked. Uh, other students are in trouble. TAs uh, see the trouble explaining everything, but if you are not there, then uh, it's not good. So you have to be present always there. In the case of uh, catching strong influenza, don't come. Don't, don't uh, make other people sick. But only in the case of uh, uh, these contagious diseases. Otherwise, be always there. Homeworks will be submitted as uh, PDF or zip files. Uh, if you have some scripts, uh, usually try to uh, find a way how to uh, present your work in uh, written format. I don't think that you demand lots of uh, very long explanations. Long explanations show that you don't understand anything. So short and brief and to the point uh, have to be the, uh, the solutions. That shows that you can actually master the topic. Uh, every week um, after the lecture, today is Thursday, Thursday, Friday, sometimes I work in Saturdays and Sundays, but I try to submit the homework Thursday, Friday, and then time next week you can work on them, so that uh, if this week we post the homework session, uh, the topics, after a week, uh, month, starting from Monday from now, you have your homework session, right? And the submissions have to be there by Sunday evening. So you will, you will be guaranteed uh, at least uh, 7 by 24, uh, usually about 10 days to complete the uh, work. Uh, that means that next week you don't have any homework assignment, right? But instead, you will be uh, given hands-on tutorials on something that is called R. How many of you can program in R? Good. So you guys know who your friends are. Form the study groups where you have one of them who knows what R is and make sure that they teach you. But next week, each one of you will be running a short tutorial on, on R. Um, R is the, basically the statistics environment that has a lot of stuff built in. So you don't need to program everything in C or Java from scratch, right? You have lots of stuff built in, and you will be calling ready-made uh, programs. Um, it's very powerful when you uh, master it. Um, I've seen some magic code that is very short and brief, but can do lots of stuff. So pay attention to R, learn this, and, and you will have skills that will take you very far. Where uh, do we start? Okay, uh, Dima, you added this LaTeX uh, thing last year, or? Yeah, I still think it's good if you submit in LaTeX, but just make sure you submit PDF, don't submit DOC. 
Uh, who of you, Ryan Stoker, might be a latte? You see, it's a, well, it's a good trend in overall. So that means that you write the text, but you compile it to the PDF. It's a markup language that is not XML. Can you believe that? There have been markup languages before XML, right? And you don't want to see the old HTML that our XML was based on. So that is an easy markup language. And that's all the layout for you. And especially formula uh, things are, are easy. So there are these some of the practical skills that are very useful for you to, to learn. Right? Because you can write a script that outputs uh, some images, and then you, with another script, you can make the document. Right? You don't need to manually copy-paste them into the Word file. Um, as I said, uh, standard is about uh, five tasks per week. If you, uh, well, I, I'm coming back to the uh, to the counting hours, but uh, easy tasks probably take some uh, 15, 20 minutes, but they can be uh, harder. So you you have to pick, uh, make time management for yourself. When you submit, uh, then you just report, mark which tasks have you, have you completed. And my standard has always been that you can consider tasks, they're not yes-no answer, right? It's not always that you have the correct or wrong answer. There are many ways how to answer to, to the same uh, question. You can reason many ways. You can visualize in many ways. It's not just one correct answer. You can consider something completed when you are brave enough to come in front and face your 30 peers and tell them how, what you have done, right? That I have done this and I'm proud about that. Maybe that's not perfect, maybe somebody is smarter in here, maybe, maybe somebody puts five times more time and they get better solution. That's my solution, right? Yes, I got stuck in here, maybe somebody can help me. So if you have put enough time that you understand the problem, uh, the question, and uh, can face your co-students, uh, that's the level when I, when I consider something completed. Um, do you agree with this kind of interpretation? Yeah, well, in, in general, that's what we do. And don't read the last line on this slide because it's not changed from last year. Ah, okay. So sure. I, I, okay. Well, it, in, yeah. we'll so, so, so we discussed the thing that all the groups, you have the sessions Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But all, all of you will have the same amount of time to work on the topic. So the submission has to be there Sunday evening for all the three groups. And the sessions will be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That makes it the playing ground even for all the, uh, for all the students involved. Uh, Irene, that is not your first TA thing. It is. But I can promise, <laughs> under that cute face, there is strong person. So, um, grading, 100% uh, 100, uh, 100 points is kind of what is from which we calculate, right? Homeworks is 40% of the grade, but in fact, it's going to be much more. It's doing weekly homeworks will 
get you 80% of the course, really. Um, the way how we uh, calculate it, we have 12 weeks of uh, homework sessions, that is 60. But we have uh, uh, 55 to 60 tasks in total, minus 10 will give you the points. So if you complete 50, then you get 40 points, that is uh, the maximum here. Um, the total then, okay. So if you complete the 30 point tasks, uh, 30 uh, individual assignments, you get 20 points from the whole group. Uh, we will have one uh, project which can be completed in a small group. Uh, that gives 20%, and we will have a final exam that seems to give a lot of points. Points, but the truth is that your effort is during the semester. Uh, that only sort of seals the final grade, really. If you don't do the homeworks, uh, then you can't get anywhere good grade. But uh, when you do enough homeworks, there will be bonus assignments, so you can, every week you can earn more than five points, actually. There will be sort of an extra two point, extra three point ones. So uh, try to collect as many of those points as possible, and you will end up having not 100 points, but 120 points. Don't aim at 91 points that gives you A. That is not going to, uh, to get you anywhere in the job market. In the job market, you, you are professionals who have to understand what you are doing. And, uh, as in the real life, uh, all the deadlines are strict, so um, there is no way that uh, you come uh, five months later and say, oh, but I now have completed something. Okay, R, I said, uh, the points I said. Uh, on average, if you get five points, three plus two, one homework assignment, three, another two, that already gives you almost almost to the next grade, right? So try to use these bonus uh, tasks as, as often as possible. It's, uh, it's a six credit point uh, course that by the standard of uh, good students with all the necessary background information is 156 hours of intensive work. That's four weeks and 40 hours per week in the professional contract life, uh, that is one full month of work uh, without any coffee breaks, etc. Right? It's no cheating. 160 hours, no cheating time. Uh, you will attend the lectures in the, in the classroom in here, like lectures and these uh, practice sessions, but most of the time you will be reading, reading, finding background materials, watching videos on the YouTube, uh, on the topic, <laughs> of course, right? uh, and writing. So, so of course, uh, uh, now the question is that uh, some people are faster, uh, some people are slightly slower, some have a lot of background material, some need to learn a bit more. So it's, it's not that, that uh, oh, for me it takes two hours more per week. It's, it's the, for good students, uh, this is uh, what it takes. Uh, 
And this roughly tries to summarize, I think uh, this is from the last year I did uh, quite the update, but this is, uh, we have one and a half hours here in the lectures, so you add up uh, 30, 40 lectures, you get somewhere 30 hours in the lectures, Listen to, listening to my boring uh, talks, uh, seminar sessions, but on a weekly basis, <coughs> you have to put in at least about five hours, right? So if you don't attend the lectures, you add up those two hours to here, right? And that means then you really put in eight hours per week. Uh, for exam, you if you if you work hard during the semester for exam, there is really not much that you you, you will repeat the material. You just glance through the headlines and that's it. Uh, so so our objective is really to make sure that you that you that you learn to do things in the practice. Uh, okay, uh, we have, as I said, we have already 90 registered students. Is there anybody who did not manage to register yet? No, okay. Um, so we have 90 students. Uh, who of you speak Estonian language? Oh my god. I thought that it would be vice versa. Um, okay, so which, uh, uh, who of you are software engineering? All of you, almost. I thought that in software engineering we have almost entirely international team. But okay. Um, then uh, software engineering, computer science? Um, okay. Any, anybody else from, from, Exchange student. Exchange student. From there? Uh, from Germany. And which topic, which is your major? Uh, information engineering. Information engineering. Yeah. Uh, more, more computer science. Okay. Yeah. Somebody else? Yeah, I'm from the University of Tallinn, IT management. Management. And you come on a weekly basis to Tallinn? No, I live here. You live here. So, so you study in Tallinn on the, on the occasional basis, okay? I'm in climate. Uh, okay. Statistics. Yeah. Um, uh, genetic engineering. Genetic engineering. Okay. Uh, can we say what? You? Okay. Mathematics. Computer science. Data science. Data science. We don't have that subject. From where? United States. <laughs> From the United States. Which university? Which program? Oh, South, South Carolina. South Carolina. Wow. So we have, uh, we have a very nice uh, mix in here. So when you start forming some study groups, then you should also mix and mingle. Not that, you, you know this, uh, actually data mining, this is very common. It's birds of feather uh, flock together, sort of like, tell me who your friends are, I, I tell who you are, right? Um, so, but it would be enriching if you manage to get uh, small teams of different background people because then you can discuss things much much more broadly. Okay, uh, I think that most of you are masters, some masters level. Who of you is from bachelor's? You are bachelor's degree, okay. 
Uh, don't be afraid. Uh, you are much faster and uh, better than the others. They, they are just taking more time to study. And uh, PhD students? No one. Okay, so we have a rather, rather nice and uniform uh, setting in here. Uh, somebody from the, some other disciplines, maybe you make, you have to make sure that you have some team around you who, you, who can sort of help you out in, in some time. Right? Uh, okay. Um, I don't want to scare you off. There, there are some maybe irrelevant seeming questions, but uh, I would like you to spend 20 minutes and just try to do this. This is not great. I don't even demand the name, but of course it would be very useful if you put your uh, degree program at least, right? And, and the name. There is nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, just to get some, some understanding. Maybe group And the group. The the the, the TA group, okay. Dima, uh, start start from your. Go go on the left. Paper, so we are missing already a dozen. About the graph algorithm, I, when I was copying the, the copy machine, I, I, I noticed that I should have added this. When the graph has n nodes and n edges, then what is the time complexity of these traversal algorithms? Steps first, press first, others. Maybe you can write the O notation in there.
but it's my problem. That's complicated. Is it?
It is the directive, yeah.
Okay, seems that you are done mostly. You are. Um, just, just then, send the papers to the front. <laughs> I pass a couple of books. Uh, I have the slides about the books uh, slightly later, but I, I pass some so that uh, there is not so much time that at least you can uh, have a chance to look at some. Um, the ones with data mining, they usually they cover a broad uh, set of topics, um, give the broad understanding, but of course you should under, understand also that there can be many things where you can dig much deeper. So what's the relationship between data mining and machine learning, for example, right? In data mining, we use machine learning to predict future sometimes, but we don't go into very deep into machine learning and uh, things like that. So just browse a little bit of the, of the books uh, to get some feeling. So this, for example, is uh, kind of nice introduction. Uh, by different authors, uh, this one is actually also downloadable from the web, PDF. Uh, it has, uh, describes uh, stuff like page rank and some of the image search techniques. Uh, we don't cover all of these in the, in the course anyway. Uh, this one covers uh, a lot of things about Weka, the tool, uh, open source tool that has lots of machine learning built in. So basically the theory and the tool around that. I, I don't think, yeah, I didn't have any R books in here, but uh, uh, Timana, Irena, uh, you can recommend some R uh, tutorials and stuff, I guess. I think all really books are very good. Uh, the top 10 algorithms in data mining, some of that is data mining, some of that is R, but just uh, have, have a look. Beautiful data. Uh, and this is. Uh, so basically, it's, it's a broad range of topics. So, so in the course, somehow, my, my intuition or my, my, my wish is that we, since for vast majority of you, this is the first, uh, um, first experience about this. So we somehow need to understand the very elementary basics, basic building blocks, so that all the future will be built on top of those. So we will not go very deep into any uh, topic, but we will cover a broad range of various things, and then you 
hopefully start appreciating what that field will carry in future. Or if you're starting to work in, that, in some <coughs> more narrow topic, then that's a research field on its own. So uh, data mining all this, all this is driven by uh, massive data sets. If you could uh, only uh, collect data on paper or small scale, then you, then you could have uh, specific statistical methods. Uh, but the data mining field was really when the data grow uh, so large that we needed uh, faster algorithms and analysis of larger amounts of data. And of course, computers have gone faster, so a lot of things that were unimaginable in the old days, some computational approaches can now be done on the faster computers. Um, and of course, we can store a lot of information on disks. Um, but the field is really driven by business and science needs. The data is collected, uh, or not even collected, just the data accumulates somewhere. Right? And then the question is, how can we turn that data into our advantage over the competitors, for example? We have to be uh, smarter, faster, uh, quicker, more precise uh, in, the, in what we do uh, to overrun the competition. So lots of business intelligence is really about understanding your business, understanding your data, understanding competitors in the field, uh, and these kind of uh, insights based on the data. Uh, the amount of devices uh, that can collect data, uh, monitoring all the logs accumulating throughout the internet, all the devices connected to the internet is, is growing at exponential speed. <coughs> of course, internet and web, you see the amount of free text increasing by enormous speed now, right? So some of this is uh, log data or somehow structured data. Some of this could be uh, textual data from internet uh, documents. Uh, you learn in computer science how to do transactional databases, how to do the SQL databases, tables, updates, uh, etc. So even the transactional databases, uh, well, also those collect uh, lots of uh, data, especially for consumer. Uh, behaviors, right? All the store cars collect so much information about you as a consumer. Uh, multimedia, now we have, of course, lots of image and video material. Now some of the deep learning or some of the machine learning can well, actually learn. Imagine writing a program that tries to identify every cat on every single YouTube video. How do you do that? You need some uh, some insights, some some machine learning capabilities. Uh, so that this all, almost says that the field is kind of interdisciplinary. Uh, you need many different skills, understanding, in order to be uh, very successful. Social networks. Is there anybody who is not on any social network? Or have committed any recent social network suicides? No, nobody. So you all are on social network. Imagine having billion individuals, uh, millions of different user groups, communities on the Facebook, and trying to understand 
possibly going in there. And then, not to mention about the astronomy, biology, physics, all the science fields that uh, generate so much more data than a standard retail shop would ever do. And luckily we have cheaper storage, we have lots of compute power, so the question is how to put all this into our advantage um, in the data processing. Um, this almost also should kind of hint that data, uh, data mining or data science uh, will take uh, different skill sets from the, from the statistics, from the domain that where you work in, uh, from uh, algorithms, from uh, uh, from business uh, uh, point of view, so you need to work in some application area, and that and then also have the skills to start working the data, with the data from that uh, application area. Uh, this has shown to be like like uh, from 1854. That's uh, more than 150 years uh, from from in the past as one of the early examples of using data for discovery. So these are the counts of uh, cholera cases. So if, if some building has more cholera cases, you have more boxes in there. So this basically shows, uh, counts every cholera case mapped by a doctor. And the question is, what causes cholera? What caused the cholera in uh, London in here? Water. You, you, you have heard the story that there was the disease is in the water, and there, there is a well that was uh, contaminated with cholera, and that's why you get all the nearby people uh, catching cholera, right? Where is the well? Which well of London is uh, uh, the reason behind this outbreak? How, how would you identify the well? I, I guess back then there were many wells in the city, right? You didn't have the pipelines. In the middle somewhere. In the middle somewhere. So in the middle of the density distribution, so you try to map this, uh, the density distribution, map all of these, and then right in the middle with these. So that was shown as a very successful application of, of carefully taking notes on the data, mapping them, and applying geospatial data analysis on top of that. Um, you could imagine repeating something like that now with the mobile uh, devices data. Um, where are the distributions of uh, wealthy people? Where, where are they centered, right? Or, or I don't know if you have seen the maps of, uh, of the iPhone users versus uh, uh, Samsung users. Right? Cle clearly identifying these different suburbs. Uh, Manhattan, iPhone, cross the river, uh, Samsung. Right? Things like that. Um, this is one of the uh, startups um, um, from Estonia. Uh, it was Marine Explorer originally, but, but now they 
they were not anymore so modest to call it marine uh, explorers, but now they are building the planet OS, the planetary scale operating system for the data. So basically, uh, the claim is that in the oceans, in the in the in the seas, in the uh, uh, space, there are millions of different devices collecting diff millions of different, well, much more data, right? And basically, what what their goal is to somehow bring all these data together uh, and to analyze, uh, analyze many uh, whatever can be analyzed, and for example, you could start proposing. Uh, better ship routes, or how to protect the environment, or or how to how to plan the, the uh, how to plan the big uh, businesses. So, collecting data from many different devices into some way where you can uh, jointly analyze those data. Uh, what are the problems if, if, if you if you would start from scratch, even thinking about these kind of things? Uh, then obviously you, you will face many different problems. Uh, the data are of different shapes and sizes, as I said. Uh, from different devices, you can get different types of data. Uh, sometimes uh, things break down, so you have erroneous data, you have missing data, you have uh, you have garbage coming in, but if garbage comes in, garbage goes out. From garbage you can't uh, find anything useful. But uh, from all these devices, uh, basically the goal is to build uh, some dashboards or some analytical views where, where the people, humans, can actually interpret the underlying data. So that in the data mining, data mining itself is kind of a process from the very basics of getting the data, getting hands dirty with the data, cleaning up the data, making it more useful, restructuring it so that we can combine it with other data, restructuring it so that we can efficiently query and mine those data. When everything is clean and nice and tidy, then you can apply some algorithms on that. Uh, some algorithms that we are going to learn uh, or apply some machine learning, and then come up with the new uh, predictions, facts, patterns. And those patterns, again, have to be shown to the end user, to the human, who is uh, able to do uh, some judgments based, based on the data. So visualization of the data is, is important at the end. You can challenge me at any time. Uh, I will, I will show the examples where, where this process does not end up with a human. Uh, why does it have to be human? It could be another computer interpreting these facts and behaving based on those acquired knowledge. Uh, but in here, indeed, they, have, they collect data uh, coming from spatial temporal domain, three-dimensional uh, data acquisition, over the different uh, time frames, and then the question is how to how to handle, manage, uh, <coughs> slice and dice, and look at, the, at these data. 
there is another uh, startup in here in Estonia Plumber that uh, develops uh, software for detecting memory leaks in your Java virtual machine. How did they do that? They collected the behavior of the how the Java virtual machine, when you have the application running 24-7, uh, how the Java virtual machine uh, behaves. Perhaps more memory, more memory. Sometimes it uh, cleans up the memory. You have the garbage collection. Something uh, remains there. It's not collected. Uh, if it's not collected but are not used, then that's the memory leak. So by collecting data from many of these Java virtual machine uh, instances, applying some machine learning techniques, trying to understand what are the features based on which we can really detect the memory leak. This is the memory leak. Originating from that line of code in your code base. Data on the disk doesn't tell you anything. Data is not information. Data is just bits. Just raw database of files, uh, it's somewhere, right? Information is something that we try to extract from the data. Information and uh, insights and understanding about underlying data. Uh, that's what we try to extract. Uh, and from the information, uh, you can make informed decisions or you acquire some wisdom or knowledge that can actually enable these conclusions and use of those uh, useful information bits. Usually we interpret this as, as humans need to get the new insights about underlying, uh, underlying data. So data mining really is kind of good from the data, from the something very raw data to information, knowledge, deep insights. It has to be somehow new knowledge. So it's not only that, oh, we, we know that all the time, right? Uh, it has to be somehow new, interesting, non-trivial. Again, we know a lot of trivial things, but uh, somehow non-trivial and useful for the business. Because the data is growing, we have algorithmic challenge. We need to understand that uh, which algorithms scale to the data? Um, I don't know about this uh, big O notation. Did you? How many of you tried to answer that? Not everybody. Most of you did not. So what is the speed of uh, going through the graph in depth first, breadth first manner? Sorry? Log n. N log n. You visit every node and every edge once or twice. N plus N. <coughs> N plus N. A linear in the graph side. So, sorting is N log N, or usually so, but imagine having a quadratic time algorithm if your social network is 1 billion users. 10 to the power of 9. And if you have a quadratic, then you have suddenly 10 to the power of 18. You can't handle that. Linear algorithms, you can. Quadratic time, you can't go through entire data 
at that scale. Uh, of course, you may have some some uh, tricks. You could uh, sometimes uh, statisticians have been very good in in predicting the uh, the presidential election outcomes, not interviewing every person, but making a meaningful sample uh, of the random individuals and then predicting to the entire population, right? So uh, sampling, of course, can be one of the nice techniques where you only get a small data set, but then uh, project that to the entire thing. Uh, so amount of data is really a really challenge than predicting. What can you predict? What can you really predict uh, from the data? It's kind of a little bit of theoretical challenge or machine learning challenge. Uh, maybe you detect some pattern that is, if you look hard, you will find many, many patterns. You'll find, oh, I didn't have those uh, slides with an with arbitrary uh, correlations, like, like uh, consumptions of margarine in South Carolina correlates perfectly with the, with the amount of uh, divorces in the United States of America. I think that was one of the, uh, that kind of correlation. You know that correlation does not mean that, oh, uh, maybe they should uh, eat even less margarine in South Carolina, then there would be less divorces in the United States of America. It doesn't work like that. Um, <coughs> when you go to the board level of companies, executive C level, then the only thing that you can present there is something that is useful economically, right? that makes sense, that you can, you can uh, interpret that in some economical terms, the data that you analyze has to be useful. It's, it shouldn't be random facts from, from your data, it has to be some business insight. So you need to have the business skills uh, to, make, uh, to make your uh, findings useful. Um, and of course, the field is uh, growing, uh, the field of big data, data science, data mining, many names for different varieties of the same things. Uh, this is hugely increasing for, for all these uh, background information. We just have so much more data. Uh, we have so much data that we drown in the data, yet we starve for knowledge from that data. Uh, so computers promise to give us lots of wisdom, but they instead deliver just a flood of data. So now we have to find ways how to get rid of that flood and that really turn that into the uh, wisdom. Where is the wisdom that we have lost in knowledge? What is the knowledge that we have lost in information? And the information is not even the data, right? So how do we get information out of the data? Some of the quotes. Uh, okay, uh, knowledge is some fact, well in theory it's sort of said even that this is some, uh, some facts, some experience, creativity, uh, this is just a side of life. In the data mining we need to know something about databases, uh, the more we can the better about statistics. Um, I'm sure that we don't have enough statistics, but statistics is really important. 
Um, for large-scale computations, we um, may need to know about high-performance uh, high computing or, or cloud. We need to understand what is the amount of data, what kind of computer resources that they uh, take. Um, machine learning field is theoretical learning uh, capabilities, but the algorithms to do that. You can't deliver message. Uh, you can't deliver the message to the human unless you try to visualize it properly. So there is so much information that somehow to deliver the message, the visualization component is very important. And uh, we can only scratch the surface. Just give maybe some hints. You can look at some of the uh, lectures about visualization. Uh, and sometimes, of course, we need uh, mathematical skills underlying the statistics, etc., underlying the algorithm performance, etc. Uh, and then it's not enough that to say that, oh, I know algorithms because you really need to deliver into this application areas. To understand the data from a specific field, you do need to work with the people who know about the data, how that data was accumulated, what are the what are the peculiarities in that data. So the application area is really important because that also tells you what type of things you would like to get from the data and who is the end user and how they would like to interpret the data, etc. Uh, so if you would start challenging what is the difference between data mining, statistics, machine learning, artificial intelligence, uh, think about the self-driving cars. It's not about machine learning data analysis all the time on the fly so that the car can really drive on its own, right? Uh, so these fields have definitely overlaps. Um, and uh, I'm not going to philosophize or, or make the boundaries between the fields. Uh, Okay, of course, on, on the web you have lots of information, uh, so lots of starting points. You can have uh, portals like uh, Knowledge Discovery Nuggets. Uh, two things have, well, basically, there are many uh, names for the same stuff. So, data mining or knowledge discovery from the databases. KnowledgeDiscoveryNuggets.com, for example. They have the, not only the online courses information or, or or materials, conference announcements, but also the job offers, etc. Um, so you can have a look what kinds of careers uh, might there be, uh, what are the what are the requirements in those careers. Uh, there are lots of uh, repositories for different data sets. So getting appropriate data sets is, is sometimes tedious. Once uh, some data has been acquired, then often these are made available to the world so that some benchmark data sets, um, and there, there are repositories for these kinds of uh, uh, data sets. And last but not least, there are lots of competitions around uh, data analytics. Kaggle is one of those environments where you can compete, actually, uh, for solving uh, some tasks, often having also some monetary prizes. Uh, that is, uh, I think this is probably from, is this Kaggle, Simon? Yeah. I think it was yeah, from yeah. last year. But you, you can have FlightQuest 2, flight optimization. So basically optimizing some 
bicycle for general electric. Uh, you can use machine learning for, for different sports, for uh, medical purposes, predicting uh, some uh, flu outbreaks, uh, epidemiology. Um, you should always try to understand that if you work in the bank and are good to hand out a loan to customers, you should understand is that customer trustworthy or not. Uh, from various fields of science and business, you can have uh, data coming in. And not always uh, do these companies have the, the data scientists in-house, so they may actually open up the competitions. There have been some very nice uh, uh, competitions with uh, big financial rewards. Uh, so if you say that, uh, I don't remember if I had uh, this Netflix challenge in here, but Netflix, the, now, now you know the online streaming video, but they started off by posting DVDs to homes and getting back the star ratings for the movies, right? So how did you rate it, this movie? Oh, that was three stars. Oh, that was five stars. Oh, that one star from me. And from these numbers, basically, figuring out what is the profile of that person in that location so that we know that when the next time that video DVD comes in that they may like, I better ship that one there. So they were really optimizing their business uh, in the time of physical DVDs, it was important that you, when you ship the DVDs to the monthly fee, you can get anything that they better watch it. Right? Uh, that was also from last, basically I, I didn't Google yesterday that what are the yesterday's news about data mining, but in all the times in the news there is about how to use, how to use uh, data. You can analyze Twitter or politics, understanding what's going on in the politics, or you can, you can, you know, lots of uh, lots of things are happening in the social media. Uh, the information war basically can go on. You have to detect sometimes maybe some focus uh, uh, activities. You may want to understand how your product is doing versus some other products, what people are talking about that. Um, spammers, avoiding spammers, detecting spam, detecting, preventing fraud. All of these require that someone makes a prediction. Some computer program makes a prediction that this is now something bad going on, this is fraud, and this is the real thing. Uh, this illustrates, oh, the kids give you the lemonade for free, but they will sell your information. Their business model is to sell the information. So lots of the freemium uh, businesses actually work on, on selling your data to somebody else uh, so that they can perhaps target better that advertising or or make business out of these data. Uh, Facebook, oh yeah, that, that's also the, when, when Germany was doing uh, uh, Facebook uh, like button, they ordered, uh, I think the court ordered to remove Facebook's like button, uh, or uh, I don't know what's the status of that. But basically the idea is we are coming close to the issues of the privacy. How much do we give up our privacy and what do we get in return? 
So you probably have the uh, geolocation uh, geo switched on on your mobile phones a lot of the times. That means uh, somebody somewhere knows a lot about your activity. It's a different question if they can monetize that or do they really analyze that or what are the means to analyze that, but basically there is a danger always of, of the privacy uh, breaches. Um, if you have your GPS switched on, then if I know sort of like uh, even three places where you have been in the past month that you went on that date you went to Baden, on that date you went to, I don't know, uh, Tallinn and then uh, maybe some other uh, strange village, that's only you. There was nobody else who did the same three trips. Right? So it's very easy from the data to actually identify also the reverse engineer, the breakdown annuity in that data. So the questions about the uh, about the privacy are actually uh, serious. And even small statistical differences in the data can, can reveal a lot of information about individual users. Uh, in genomics, okay, the, the headlines are just sometimes junk. I mean, lots of garbage in the, in the newspapers, but, but uh, again, understanding the <coughs> genomics, health, etc. Uh, if you try to bring something to the to the real decision maker, then you have to visualize and, and have a look at this. Uh, uh, I was just uh, googling images for uh, data dashboard or whatever the, the term was. Right? So you can see probably some uh, uh, captive audiences, some some uh, influencers in the social network. Who, well, I don't know what it does it really mean what this is, but something about Coca-Cola, doesn't matter, some brand, right? So who influences something about my product? Who are the key people who, who somehow talk about me, who follows them? Uh, which mentioning, which, how, how the positive mentioning and negative mentioning of my product is performing in the social media? How do you understand from Twitter tweet? Is that positive or negative? Oh my god, this Coca-Cola tastes like syrup. Is that positive or negative? I try to be very positive about it. But sweet like a pie. So sentiment analysis, trying to figure out what there are different types of, in this case, from the, from, the, from the text to understand what is the underlying information, and then trying to understand what's, what's going on on the market, right? Uh, there are some really nice uh, large-scale analytics uh, from the Twitter where you can actually grab all the data, geotag, uh, Caleb <coughs> um, Letaro, uh, in states, but of Brazilian origins, uh, so he has done lots of this uh, data crunching on the Twitter feeds. So, for example, in real time, showing the uh, current elections, where are the different uh, supporters for Democrats or, or uh, conservatives, or what happens when the when the party in Katrina comes in, 
so how the how the people's moods are negative or uh, or positive and and real time visualizations. Uh, and then you may want to look at how the competition is doing, uh, etc. Yes, you can get the job in Oman, even from a student company. Uh, anyone, uh, uh, you can't read this formula, but your future job will be easier if you know about what J48 and J4.5 have in common. Anyone knows? <laughs> there is a pattern. Some of the patterns are random, but yes, we are, we are very good at uh, uh, What about this? You know the name of the following formula and why you want to use it. I can't zoom in here. Actually, you guys should know this form already before the course. You go through every value xi, subtract the mean of all the values, add them up, divide by m, and make a square root. What's that? Standard deviation. Uh, who has not? In any on any course where standard deviation has been mentioned, so you know the standard deviation, all of you. Yeah. Uh, you know why data visualization is important. I already told you. You can get the job immediately. Um, you know a thing or two about data quality improvement steps within ETL. This is export, transform, and load. You export data from operational <coughs> database, you transform it somehow that it makes it suitable for analysis, and then you load it into another database. That is maybe the data warehouse where the analytics is happening. And data quality issues can be handled in this step, for example, right? So manipulating data, exporting from one database, transforming, transforming it, and then loading it to another database. ETL process, etc. Uh, so, data scientist is a statistician who lives in San Francisco. Uh, data science is statistics on map. Um, data science, uh, data mining, sort of like brings in different uh, different fields. So, data scientist is someone who is better at statistics than software engineer. And better at software engineering than any statistician. Right? So somebody who lives between the two fields, software engineers and uh, statisticians. Yeah. You know better the software engineering and, uh, and being software engineers, you take a statistics course, you know uh, statistics better than any average software engineer software engineer, and that makes you data scientist. You're able to work with the software that analyzes data. Big data gets bigger at tremendous speed. I didn't have that graph, but, but the speed of the data acquisition is really exponentially growing, outpacing the, 
the computer price drops outpacing the speed of the disk increase, etc. Uh, there are uh, lots of uh, conferences. Uh, you can use data mining for social good, for <coughs> people's health, for science. That was a conference dedicated for social good. Uh, well, in this KDD conference, papers on algorithms, papers on al uh, applications, papers on big data, uh, papers on actually data mining for social good, right? Foundations of data mining. So different uh, keyword topic uh, for this. Knowledge discovery databases, one of the main uh, conferences. Um, the books, you go to Amazon, you Google for, for uh, some book, I think it was the statistical elements of uh, statistical learning, I think here. What does Amazon tell you? These three books are frequently bought together. How does it know? It has to analyze what are the shopping baskets that have been bought together, right? But if you have bought this one, you also some other customers have also bought this one. So this is these are containing elements of this data mining. You understand what are the common frequent uh, items <coughs> bought together, and if you have one, then what are the other? Possible recommendations. What is the probability that if you bought one, that you will buy this one? Right? Uh, so this is this is where data mining has been used for making a better, better shop. So that shop assistant is way better than any shop assistant in the bookstore. The human person. This shop assistant is a stupid piece of code that just does number crunching, and they give you personalized. A recommendation <coughs> making much far better bookstore than any that you can walk in. Of course, you can't grab a cup of latte from there, but yeah. Um, so these are the books uh, related to data mining. Some of those are circulating in here. Um, Steve, uh, Kumar, I think. Uh, uh, you mentioned that you meant yeah. this book. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have the copy here. Um, so some introductory. Uh, we have nice, it in the uh, library. Um, data mining concepts, uh, techniques, editions, but basically Hannah Cover. I think this one of the Hannah Cover ones in, is in here, older edition. Uh, so this uh, set of books uh, gives you some overview. I think uh, some some was new. Uh, you can have more statistical, heavy theoretical ones, and then I think these are nicer, uh, easier uh, chapter reproductions. So you should uh, think about uh, what you want more. Okay, but uh, since that the time is up for today, uh, we will go into the course next week and start dealing with the algorithms for these frequent item sets and statistics. <coughs> We're slowly working our way through these basic concepts. Thank you. Selline küsimus, kas praktiselle punktida või eelmisest semestrist, eelmisest korrast üle kõrta? Seda me peame ootatud.